Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Beloved, we want to specially welcome you to this week's episode of GLOAM Podcast, the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. Our mandate is liberating men through the knowledge of the truth and that's what the Lord will be doing through the episode you will be listening to shortly. We will like you to subscribe to this GLOAM Podcast channel on Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Overcast, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Casts, and other listening platforms accessible to you in order to keep receiving fresh episodes as they become available. That way you will not miss out on any revelation the Lord may be bringing your way through this channel. Please kindly subscribe, share the links and encourage your friends and family to subscribe as well. To learn more about this ministry, kindly visit our website at www.glome.org, and also remember to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn among others, and stay connected to keep abreast of important spiritual updates as they become available. May the Lord bless you mightily as you do all these in Jesus' name. Now the hour has come to be blessed again. Stay tuned and open your heart as our president, Anthony Adifarakan brings God's word to us from the throne of grace. Be blessed as you listen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we give you glory, honor, and adoration for yet another week. Thank you so much for preserving our lives. Thanks for giving us the privilege to still be among the living. Thanks for all you have shown us and taught us in the past. And thank you for what you are still going to teach us. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, we commit this week's episode into your hands. We pray that you give us fresh insight. We pray that you speak to us and you give us understanding so that by the time this session is over, we look back and afford the cause to glorify your name. Thank you so much for answering our prayers. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank God for this blessed week in the land of the living. And uh, for this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, we're going to be taking, uh, considering a very important topic. And the topic of consideration for today is taking off ministerial limits. We are considering taking off ministerial limits. Exodus chapter 2, we're going to read verse 16, we're going to read chapter 3 verse 1. We are reading Exodus chapter 2 as our text, we'll take verse 16, and we also read Exodus chapter 3 verse 1. We're reading both from the King James Version. Taking off ministerial limits. Now let's read. Now the priest of Midian had seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to, uh, to water their father's flock. 16. Now the priest of Midian has seven daughters, and they came and drew water and filled the troughs to water their father's flock. 3.1. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the back side of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. The Lord bless his words in our heart in Jesus' name. We are considering taking off ministerial limits. According to our text, Jethro was the priest of Midian. And a priest is a minister of God. You know, generally a priest is someone who represents God to man and represents man to God, a go-between. A priest is a man of God, is a minister of God. 
Okay, he talks to God on behalf of people and he talks to people on behalf of God. So Jethro was a priest of Midian, a minister of God. He had a calling to obey and he had spiritual services to render. He was a clergyman, if you like. But that's not all the word of God tells us about, uh, about this man called Jethro. He also had flock, as flock of animals. He was a clergyman, he was a minister of God, he had a calling to obey, he had spiritual services to render, he had ministerial duties to discharge, he was a clergy, but that's not all. He also had flock of animals. Because the Bible says in that second text, uh, 3 1, Moses kept the flock of Jethro. The flock of Jethro. Which Jethro? The priest of Midian. He had flock of animals. And there is a there is a revelation in that for you, especially if you're a minister of God. Your ministerial calling is not a barrier to being an investor. You know, it's unfortunate. You know, some of the teachings we have been exposed to in the past, they are teachings that have kept people in poverty, especially ministers of God. When so that's why some people, when God calls them, they run away. They because it's like a, it's like a, it's like a verdict. It's like it's like being sentenced to a lifetime of poverty, based on the teachings. We need to teach the total counsel of God. The call of God is not a call to poverty. Jesus paid the price. Jesus paid the price. One of the benefits of salvation is blessing. The blessedness of God. And the Bible says the blessing of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. So when, you, when God calls you, you are supposed to be very happy that you have been chosen for a very a highly rewarding assignment. And you have not been called into poverty. There is no calling called the call of poverty. I'm telling you, check your Bible. There's nobody that God is saying, Behold, my son, I am choosing you to become poor. No! I've called you that you might become poor. It's not written. Your ministerial calling is not a barrier to being an investor. Your call to fruitfulness includes material and financial fruitfulness. The God you serve is not a poor God. So you have no reason being poor. You have no reason being poor. It's not written that ministers of God must be poor. Where is it? Jethro. Jethro was a priest of Midian. And he's still a flock. Your call to fruitfulness includes material and financial fruitfulness. As a priest or as a minister of God in any capacity, pastor, bishop, you know, general versus regardless of your title, deacon, deaconess, as a priest, as a minister of God in any capacity, you too can invest in animals boundary. You can invest in lands, you can invest in properties, you can invest in bonds, stocks of companies, among other forms of assets. Take off ministerial limits. We are looking at taking off ministerial limits. There's not like I would have loved to invest in this uh, property, but you know, as a man of God, as a priest, I cannot. Where is it written? Where is it written? You can. You can have flock. You can you can you can have animals boundary, you can have lands, you can have properties, you can have bond stocks of companies and among other forms of assets. It's very much allowed. 
as long as you don't replace your calling with them that's the thin line that is the thin line as long as you don't replace your calling with these things you can have them as long as you keep them in their proper places not that you are supposed to be in church you are supposed to be a priest your primary calling you are supposed to be ministering you are supposed to be carrying out and discharging your ministerial duties but that's the time you are attending meetings and signing some papers buying stocks you are online prospecting for stocks to buy when your members are waiting for you to come and preach on Sunday that, that means you are not a serious minister of God you are replacing your calling that is wrong but as long as you remain in your assignment, as long as you abide in your calling and you are discharging your duties the way God expects you to discharge it, you can also have all these things and keep them in their proper places. Keep them in their proper places. The priest of Midian, he had flock, flock of animals. And it, it, it technically employed Moses to look after this flock. So they were not just few flocks somewhere. Poverty does not respect anointing. <laughs> Let me just tell you straight away. Poverty, P-O-V-E-R-T-Y. It does not respect your anointing. It doesn't respect spiritual titles. It doesn't respect your attendance at church meetings. Among other religious activities. It only respects those who take conscious decisions and actions against it. Poverty doesn't know whether you are holy or not. You can be a holy, poor man of God. You are very holy and you are very poor. <laughs> you can be a very... There was a, there was, you know, there was a widow that went to cry to one of the prophets in the Bible. He said, my servant... I mean, he said, my husband was your servant. He said, and he feared God. But he died in debt to the extent that the debtors were coming to take his two sons to slavery. Prophet who could hear from God, who could prophesy, and he died in poverty to the extent that creditors were coming to even force his two sons into slavery. That is what poverty does. Poverty can rubbish your anointing, can rubbish all your spiritual titles, all the tongues you are speaking can be rubbished because the only thing poverty respects the only people he respects is you know they are the people who take conscious decisions and actions against it it has to be mitigated you have to say no to poverty it's not part of your redemption package anyways okay regardless of what you do take off ministerial limits don't say being a minister means I cannot be an investor. You are not getting the point. Except the Lord Almighty practically appears to you and he commands you not to be involved in that. That is a different case. But if the Lord does not say no to those things, don't limit yourself. The priest of Midian was a minister of God and he had flock. Now, since as ministers, most times we are busy with ministerial activities. Since as ministers, most times we are busy with ministerial activities. It is wise to engage the services of financial experts towards getting to know the right investment to be involved in. 
we need to approach it in a in, in a sensible manner so that we don't we don't make joy in our minor we are ministers of god most times we are busy with ministerial duties we are busy preaching busy teaching busy bible study counseling prayer intercession we are busy so it is wise to engage the services of financial experts or investment experts towards getting to know the right investments to be involved in and to also allow the experts run them when when run them do you know when we cannot you have to allow you have to engage people okay get advice on the kind of investment you can be involved in that will not work against or go against your ministerial calling that will not take away the time you are supposed to be using you know discharging the duties that the lord has called you to discharge and also allow these experts to run them when you cannot let them run this business for you let them run these investments at the fee pay them let them let them run it when you don't have the time but we can't afford to fold our hands and watch lack poverty disgrace our calling in christ jesus you can't do that you can't do that You cannot afford to fold your arms and be saying, eh, because God has called me, eh, I will just sit down. No. Do what God has called you to do and also make provision. Don't you have a family? The Lord will provide, I know, but give him channels of provision. Manna has stopped falling. Hope you are, hope you are aware. Manna has stopped falling. And I like to say, you know, I usually like to say this when it comes to the issue of manna. Do you know that even when manna was falling, did you go and read your Bible? When manna was falling, manna was falling in, in the fields. Manna was not falling in people's kitchens. Manna was not falling onto the dining table. People still had to go out to go collect their portion of manna and bring it in to be able to partake of manna. Even manna involved efforts. Manna was free, but to partake of that manner, effort, energy was still required. You still have to do something. You have to make provision for gathering it in. Consult financial experts. Check out the investment. Make I mean make inquiries. Ask questions. Look at the ones that will not tie your hands, so that you can still have you know have enough time to do what God wants you to do. Don't go and tie up yourself in one thing because of money. That means you are frustrating the calling of God upon your life. Allow these experts to run them. They will charge you pay, but let them run it for you when you cannot run it. If you can run it, run it. Just make sure it's not replacing your calling. But you can't afford to fold your hands and watch lack, poverty, disgrace the calling of God upon your life. Let's get a tight hold on our finances. Let's get a tight hold on our finances. Don't, don't, don't leave that aspect of your life unattended. Don't just say, well, anything, what we be, we be. No, no. There's nothing like what we be, we be. Make conscious decisions on how to not never allow poverty to rubbish the grace of God upon your life. Do something about it. Do something about it. Usually they said any part of your body when you have a wound and you don't dress that wound, you just leave that wound. Sometimes it festers, sometimes it gets infected, it becomes worse because you are just leaving it. Do dress it, do something about it consciously. Ministers of God, pastors, bishops, general overseers, deacons, evangelists, prophets, priests. I am asking a question today 
What are you doing about your finances? What? What are you doing? What are the efforts you are making? What have you put in place? So you don't become a beggar. You don't begin to beg the people you are preaching to. You don't become a liability. Priest of Midian. But he, he, was, he, he didn't limit himself. He still stuck. I mean, he had flock of animals. Get a title on, on your finances. If the priest of Midian could have flock back then, ministers of God should have stocks now. Jethro had flocks. You should have stocks. You should. It's permitted. Got to take off the ministerial limits. Take off every ministerial limit. Don't limit yourself when God has not limited you. Don't. Now, as I begin to round off this particular episode, um, there are some examples. I, I must, I must quickly tell you that I am not uh, an investment expert. <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor. So don't don't just say I listened to uh, Glenn podcast and I decided to enter this particular investment because the presenter said uh, it's good. No, you are getting it wrong. But I can open your eyes to some based on research. Some things that can be involved that you can do that will not affect your calling. Regard depending on where you are, anyways, depending on your location, depending on your skills, depending on your gifts, depending on your talents. But most importantly, you still want to run this by experts so that they can guide you well. That's why they are experts. So, there are examples of little investments you could do or set up as a minister of God without shifting your focus from your calling. And of course, with experts' advice, you can tend a garden. It's possible. You tend a garden. Anytime you are not carrying out ministerial duty, you are attending to the garden. Even the first man that was created, the first job God gave her gave to man was to tend the garden in the Garden of Eden. That's the very first job. Tend the garden. Anything your garden is providing, all the food, anything you are getting from your garden, you are not buying those things. So you are saving money. And I think it has been said that there are two ways to make money. It's either you make more or you spend less. Those are the two ways to make money. Either you are making more money or you are spending less money. Either way, you are making money. So if you are supposed to take $200 to go buy something in the market, but you are tending the garden and you get you get those same things, those fruits, everything you need. Maybe your garden was able to provide it for you for consumption or you were able to, even, you were able to produce more and you decided to sell to your neighbors or people around you take it to the market or something. You get some money from it. Tend the garden. The soil belongs to God. The life is already in the soil. You could be involved in animal breeding. Okay? You could be involved in stocks, crypto investments. You, if, if you are an editor, you can edit. You can do proofreading for people. You can publish. You can be involved in career services. You know? You can be involved in event planning. You can do, you know, you can set up computer centers and put some people there and pay them money. You know, they generate profit. You pay them. You can be involved in real estate, studios, rentals, etc. Just make inquiries. Make inquiries. Do something. Take off every ministerial limit. I'm not saying you go and apply for a job somewhere. That may interfere with your calling. If the Lord has called you not to work for somebody else, maybe has given you a very busy assignment. You know, the priest of Midian had flocks. He wasn't an employee somewhere. He had investment. So you can also have investment. You see, I, you see, I keep shouting investment. The reason is investments usually allow you time to do other things. I'm not saying job. 
investments allow you time to do other things especially when you allow the ones who know about it the experts to run it for you hallelujah but one way or the other just make sure you take off every ministerial limit stop wallowing in poverty stop saying you know this is god called me uh you know things have been very hard no that's not a testimony that's not a testimony abraham was called by god and the lord god made him rich in everything he also had animals he had flock he had he had flock it is not a sin to have investments as a minister of God, check with God, get experts advice, and have your own flock in quotes. Generate things that can give you extra income, things that can, you know, bring in little here and there so that poverty is never your testimony. You don't have to begin to beg people before you can pay your bills. Ministry should be with integrity ministry should be with integrity so take off every ministerial limits it's my prayer that the lord will give you more understanding regarding this in the name of jesus the lord will give you more understanding apostle paul was a tent maker go and read your bible apostle paul look at the work apostle paul did look at all the scriptures he has written we, have, we are still reading it he was a tent maker himself and aquila and priscilla they were tent makers in fact apostle paul was boasting at a point in time he told the people he was preaching to he said i've never burdened you regarding my ministerial assignment i've not been burdened. i mean i'm not i've never been a burden to you that you should provide for my needs apostle paul opened his mouth and said my hands have worked my hands have worked to provide for my needs and the needs of those traveling with me that's ministry with integrity integrity he said i just want to preach the gospel to you not at a fee you don't have to sponsor anything just accept jesus that's all he needed something he would make tents sell the tents make money and go on his missionary journey he was he was useful he he didn't just fold his hands and he was busy i put you are not as busy as apostle paul <laughs> but he was still a tent maker i pray god will give us understanding in jesus name nobody will take off this ministerial limits for you so i'm not going to be praying that uh god should take off ministerial limit no you are the one the limits over your life is the one you have put there so you take it off if the priest of Midian could have flock you can have stocks i pray god will give us understanding in jesus name in case somebody has listened to this particular episode and you have not surrendered your life to jesus christ i want to give you opportunity to do so now you are still a sinner you want jesus to take over your life say this prayer after me say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot help myself and that's why i need your salvation Please come into my life today, wash away all my sins, and set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life. I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit and don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. We give you glory, honor, and adoration. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Thank you for giving us understanding. Thank you so much for giving us light. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, for your children who have had your word today, the grace and the wisdom 
to take off every ministerial limit from their own lives, release upon them in the name of Jesus. Father, get rid of poverty from the lives of all these your children, especially your ministers, in the name of Jesus. Our poverty does not glorify you, only our, our wealth, our blessings. That's what glorifies you. Father, Lord, let your blessings begin to show, show forth in our lives, especially as all ministers of God who are listening to this episode. Let blessing replace poverty in their lives in the name of Jesus. And for your children who have decided to surrender their lives to Jesus, wash away all their sins, accept them in the beloved, and beginning from now when they call upon you, answer them speedily. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. We return all the glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. We give glory to God for the revelation of His Word. May we receive grace to be doers and not just hearers in Jesus' name. If you said that prayer of salvation, congratulations. You are now born again. You are a new creature. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. Praise God. To learn more about this new life in Christ Jesus, please visit our website at www.glome.org for various helpful resources. We also want to invite you to be part of our weekly online Bible study that holds every Sunday at 5 o'clock to 6 p.m. Mountain Time via Zoom app. Click on the invitation banner on the homepage of our website to join the meeting from wherever you are, it's entirely online. God bless you as you do this in Jesus' name. Thanks so much for listening. Kindly share this episode with others so they too can be blessed, and remember to subscribe to this podcast channel. We will be here again next week for a fresh episode if the Lord has not returned. Until then, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you.